This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. fall asleep no i'm just waiting for it to pop up on my screen oh there it goes <laughs> i'm like it's been recording for almost 30 seconds now no it just literally just popped up like right after you said did you fall asleep <laughs> yeah uh nice. you know because it's it's accurate now hello everyone and welcome <laughs> to episode 287 of what did you watch this week my name is mike my name is john what's going buddy? john uh, you know you know pretty good pretty good pretty good pretty good um, pretty good pretty good yeah, I uh, I found that this week I didn't have a lot of shows that I had to watch. Um, yeah. I had some shows I watched. Wanted to watch? Yeah, I, I would have liked to have had some good shows to watch, but, you know, I missed, well, I missed you and um, yeah. haven't, haven't pulled the plug on the last two episodes of Made yet, or pulled the trigger, rather, on the last two episodes of Made. Well, like I told you, I've... I feel I, I I really just don't even give a crap at all about legends at this point. Wow. That uh, I watched that cause you reminded me, I was like, Oh crap, I got to watch that. And then I watched it and I'm like, damn, why am I still watching this? Yep. It's the same time period. Now it's one group trying to catch up with the other one. And, uh, like all their hijinks that would normally be fun and exciting and goofy are dumb. You know, without the Wave Rider, without time travel, without Rory, like they're they're not that much fun. It it's more annoying than anything. Yeah, it's just not it's just not good. And it's really cut and dry. It's just not good. Um, last season was going downhill. This season, yeah. Yep. Don't have much else. Besides, it's just not good. No, I mean, like I said, it's still the same time period. They, they've still got this J. Edgar Hoover, maybe robot, maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I can't get behind it. I, I can't sell it like I used to. Like, I used to be able to sell this show to anybody. Like, yep. this was big. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just not as good as it was. Nope. Uh, so, what else did you watch that was good? Well, so the <laughs> Connors was decent. Okay, you know, okay. It's nothing I'd give them. It's really, it's just, it's you either like it or you don't. It's not amazing television it's just something that i watch and i like it okay 
Uh, we watched uh, CSI. I really enjoyed the CSI Vegas. Uh, the wife and mm-hmm. I, we watched it. We did not watch episode six of Ghosts. We just didn't have time. Oh, I got to tell you, it was good. It's uh, Pete's wife, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and it was a really good episode. I look forward. We'll probably watch it tomorrow. We did watch the two-part season premiere of um, Oak Island. Oh, how's that? Well, so we like the show quite a bit. And something very interesting happened this year with Oak Island where the they province. Found something? Yes and no. The uh, They have found enough stuff. that So previously, the province of Nova Scotia and whatnot had basically said, yeah, do whatever you want. No, it's nothing's there anyways. Here's mm. your, you know, five-year lease or 10-year lease, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are finding <laughs> so much stuff. There's a lot of historic significance here. So in one hand, it's like because they found so much stuff, now the province is, is interfering more, requiring more permits, requiring more higher standards. Essentially things that they kind of should have been doing from the beginning, but they basically said, whatever, just have fun. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh, hold on. So it's kind of like now it's like hindering production, if you will. Like previously, Gary could go out and metal detect an area and they'd get a hit on something and they could just dig the hole and see what they found. What do you get a hit on? Well, now he's got a metal detect. If he gets a hit, he's got to place a flag. And then Laird has to go out and investigate the area. And then, you know, as the ar- archaeologist person, whatever, and then sign off that, okay, this is what it is. Then they can go back and dig up the hits with the flags. And then they have to bag and tag everything that they found, no matter what it is, and then leave it where they found it in a bag. And then Laird has to go back and document everything. Like it's become very tedious paperwork involvement for them. Like they don't, they, they kind of showed us, Hey, it's a pain in the ass for us to do this now. Uh, see what, see what we mean, but they don't really go into great except for that. You know, initially they, they cut all that crap out. Obviously. Um, the only place where they don't have all these hindrances is the money pit area, which sounds ironic because that's where they want to dig up. But that area has been so disturbed over the years that there's no grounds for a claim of historical significance because it's not in it's an original state far from mm. it. Because there's plenty of evidence to show how disturbed that area has been. So essentially in the money pit area, they can do whatever they want. They don't need permits, regulations, et cetera, et cetera. You know, to an extent, obviously they can't Mm -hmm. blast the place apart, but pretty much every place else. Now they have new higher regulations and, and more in depth, uh, permitting and whatnot that they have to tend to. Which is kind of a good thing at the same time, because basically it's saying like, hey, you guys are doing such a great job and you're actually finding stuff that we have to now hold ourselves and you more accountable for what's going on mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but it's also a shitty thing because then it, you know, adds a li- uh, several layers of bureaucracy. And that's the word I was looking for. Layers of bureau- well, the statement I was looking for. Yes. So but you're picking up mm-hmm. what I'm putting down. I absolutely am, and I can see where the frustration would be, and it would probably be uh, not only the pisser of the bureaucracy, but also the, you know what, it was good enough last year, it was good enough the year before, now suddenly you want to get involved, you pricks? Yep, basically. Hmm. That is basically what it is. That's too bad. 
Yeah, but again, not the end of the world. No. Um, I mentioned earlier that I haven't watched the last two episodes of Made yet, but I had some interesting trivia be brought to my attention this week about it. All right. So the woman who plays the main character, the maid, um, Margaret Qualley is her real name. She was born to um, a former model, Paul Qualley, and his uh, partner at the time, Andy McDowell. Yeah, I knew that. That's Andy McDowell's. Andy McDowell is, is playing her mom. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Her mom. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Because I saw a post on Instagram and Andy McDowell was like, oh, so blessed to have gotten to work on this with my daughter. And I'm like, yeah, because you know how sometimes they do that. You know, they'll be like, oh, I feel like we really bonded as mother and daughter on the set. Nope. They're legit mom and daughter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that must have been really fun. Like tormenting her daughter like that because, yeah, she's fucking psycho in that. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, I will say, dude, Ghosts was really good. I'm not going to tell you about it, but it was really good. Yeah, I do look forward to checking it out. I mean, it looks like it was a good, a great episode. And um, yeah. I, I, uh, I booted up a new show on Hulu because I was like, oh, look, it's telling me that, you know, they've got new shows. And it was one that came out recently. And I was like, I'll check this out just to see. And that show is called La Brea. Sure oh no, that's that's the that's the NBC show that uh, it's got uh, the girl from the uh, what's that show we liked on TBS? Unicorn, Natalie Zia. Yeah, yeah, no, not the unicorn. Yeah, she was on the unicorn. But was the that was that that was a uh, CBS? What was the other show we liked on TBS? Um, uh, Justified. Nope. Yeah, she was <laughs> oh, on no, that too. Detour. But uh, the Detour, yeah. <laughs> the detour. <laughs> so she's been I in feel a like lot of stuff. The played. worst version of the ten thousand dollar pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> no, that other show we liked. Yeah. Um, Great descriptors. Um, yes. But yes, yes. She's in that, but uh, I've heard it's terrible. Well, here's the premise. Okay, so she has a son and a daughter. Her daughter has an artificial leg, um, and they're kind of separated from dad, uh, but dad is getting a job near them so that he can live by them so that he can, you know, share custody. I guess they the kids are practically full grown at this point. They're like 16 years old or something. Um, and then one day this giant sinkhole just opens up in the middle of LA and sucks down a bunch of cars and a bunch of people. And then these giant pterodactyl vulture looking things come out. And so yeah. the government says, nah, we're not, we're not going down there to look for them seems to be a bottomless pit. We're just going to leave it there. And meanwhile, the people that fell down, uh, find themselves in like a prehistoric world. And, um, they, they immediately get to scavenging the cars that fell down for like food and supplies. And we've already got at least one asshole woman who's like, I'm saving these protein bars for myself. Cause it's killer be killed out here. And you know, the one guy who's obviously dead meat because he seems to have skills. And I got about a third of the way into it, went fuck this noise and turned it off. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was just fucking awful. It, I mean, it was repul- repulsive. Just, I was trying to say repellent, repulsive and repugnant all at the same time. And it just, it took my words away, but yeah, it, I do not recommend this. It gave me big old manifest vibes. Yep. Yeah. No, it was, 
Yeah, it was garbage, really. Quite, quite frankly. Mm. So yeah, that's that's my big anti-sell for the week. Do not watch La Brea. It's fucking garbage. Seems like a valid valid thing. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Chucky this week? I did watch Chucky. So let's see here. Um, <laughs> When we left off, Chucky was trying to kill the the blonde bitch there and uh, Lexi or something. Lexi and set the house on fire and was last seen like cackling maniacally with the fire behind him. And you think he's, you know, he's going to he's going to kill her. And then we cut to the hospital and uh, we they find that there's the one kid dead and a bunch of people are injured. But, you know, Lexi's fine and. Blah, 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 blah. And then we see half melted Chucky because apparently he didn't get out of the fire. So the backstory in this one was Chucky or Charles as a teenager at the group home um, where we see he killed like the janitor there, the maintenance guy who treated him like shit. And mm-hmm. how he was grooming some of the kids are trying to groom some of the kids and found mm-hmm. one kid that was susceptible to his, his skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's now, a, there's a team of them that are all now there to battle against Chucky. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff in this, like, okay, so you've got Lexi basically going to whatever his name is, the main character there, Jake, Jake going to Jake and being like that fucking doll tried to kill me. And he's like, I know it's alive. And she's like, Oh my God, you'll believe me. You're the only one who'll believe me. Wait a minute. You knew. And he's like, yeah, well, why was he trying to kill me? Cause I told him to, you're yeah. a fucking asshole. Well, you're a bitch. And so they basically lay all their cards out on the table and he's like, like it or not, I'm the only one that's going to believe you. So you're stuck with me. I did like the argument they had in the house together though. Like, cause they went back to her house to try to find Chucky. And I like the argument where she had, where she was like, where she brought it up again. Like, I can't believe you sent him to kill me. And she's like, he, and, and, um, she made the comment of, what was it that someone would do so bad to you? How, how is it someone could hurt you so bad that you'd want them dead? And he was just something like that. And I liked his response actually was I didn't want somebody dead. I wanted you dead because you treated me like shit repeatedly. You treat everybody like shit. Like he really laid into her and, but it was all like truth. Mm -hmm. And at the same time he admits, yeah, I got carried away, you know, sending him to kill you, but you deserved it. Yeah. And yeah, I regret it, but you still deserved it because you're a piece of shit human being. Yeah. And I, I want to know what Chucky said to her because, um, and I meant to bring this up last time because they say fuck all the time. But yet mm-hmm. when Chucky said he was going to come fucking, he goes, I'm going to kill you, you fucking. And then they bleeped out whatever he said next. What did I he say? I assume it was the C-bomb. That's the only thing I can think of, too. Um, it's pretty much the it, only word yeah. that's worse than fuck these days. Not in England. But anyways, no, um, no. <laughs> again, or Australia. I, don't, I don't hate the show. I can't give the show a hard sell, if you will. But oh. I am kind of intrigued to see where it's going. Yeah, especially now that we got a partly melted Chucky and um, who stabbed that guy with needles over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. The police officer, yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, sorry about sorry sorry you had to watch that. 
Uh, I'm okay with it. Um, I did I, have I, a hard time with the fact that they showed blood coming out. Like they showed blood coming out of his ears, his nose, his mouth. That that makes sense. Whatever, I guess. But when it was coming out from under his fingernails, that didn't make any fucking sense. No, no, it did not. Um, yeah, I, I feel like at that point they were just trying to put in blood where they could, knowing that they, you know, can only get away with so much. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I I didn't like the jump. When we first got in there, it was another one of those where since they jumped right to the hospital, I was like, did I miss something? Was there an episode in here that I missed? Yeah. So I didn't I didn't like the fact that we ended on a cliffhanger and then we go straight to like the, you know, hours later resolution. Yeah, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense for me. I like the, the I like some of the organic growing things in here. Like it'd be very easy for a horror show to just be like, it's a killer, let's deal with that. But you know, like you said, they had a really good argument going there. I really like that as well. It, it really made me pay attention because you're right. She, she was like, she was basically saying he's a potential serial killer. And he's like, no, I didn't want to kill somebody. I wanted you dead. You as a person needed to die. Not just, I need somebody to die. And so he was making the big distinction. I really appreciated that. Um, I liked the parents fighting with each other about you. Let your kid get away with anything. And as a result, our kid is dead. And, uh, I like the fact that the person who's investigating, is looking into the fact that Chucky has been around all of these deaths as well and is trying to piece it together like that. Like there's just, there's not the typical stupid, stupid people in a horror movie. Right. And I also like the fact that they're really playing to the fact that Chucky has to be in essence, stealthy. Like he can't, he, he's not like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees who can just like walk around, take bullets, take knives and fucking wreck ass. You know, he has to be subtle because if he just marched into the street with a knife and was like, I'm going to kill all you fuckers, he'd get destroyed instantly. He's a little doll. Like he may have supernatural abilities, but even this, this episode really showed that where he's half melted. Like he's still alive, but the, the vessel that he's in is very destroyable. So he has to be much more manipulative and stealthy. And they were kind of giving that with his backstory. there, showing how, like you said, he was grooming those kids. So I, I like a lot of the cleverness that they're doing here. The fact they're not treating it as just a normal slasher. Yes. And, and realistically, it sadly goes back to the previous episode when the the guy that came and killed his dad and his mom, you know, or mm. basically he says to him, well, kid, you know, if you want to do this right, you got to cover your tracks. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially how Chucky's been kind of the whole time is track covering, if you will. Yep. So it's got some cleverness there. I definitely appreciate it. Yep. Um, the rookie, his brother, his half brother shows back up. Mm-hmm. What'd you think sure of this? does. Um, I like Pete as an actor. Um, I know he gets a lot of shit, uh, but I, I think he's a good actor. I, I enjoyed their sting with him where basically, you know, 
he didn't want to at first because he's like, I should not be near drugs. I, I yeah. can't have those on my hand. I will. And he did almost, you know, he was like, nope, I, I can hold on to these. And they had to pry them out of his hand. Um, so I appreciated that. Uh, the rest of it, the, the haunted apartment called that one a mile away. Um, Harper sleeping with her ex called that one three miles away. Like I hated that. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, I guess cool on them that he was just like, uh, no, I bought a ring. And she's like, yeah, give her the ring. She's great. This was just a dumb thing that happened. So on the one hand, it kind of goes to that rule of, you know, if all it would do is hurt other people, then why would you tell them, you know, is the truth, the, the quote unquote truth really worth that? But at the same time, it's also dishonesty. So, yeah. Oh, backstory is Chen's apartment building is haunted, allegedly, and there's these ghost hunters that are allegedly swindling this old man out of money. But at the end of the day, turns out it was an old building that's been restructured so many times that some guy who's stalking a girl is living in the walls of the building. Chen, of course, discovers it, and then they find him, and she easily (laughs) apprehends him after a very skilled fight with a bow staff. Mm -hmm. And uh, the show continues to marry Sue everybody, but I really enjoy the show and I like watching it and I watch it. It's it's a, I can watch it in front of Wesley, which is important because Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. I find that I get up at five o'clock in the morning. I don't want to wait for them to go to bed at eight 30 so I can watch a show. Cause by the time I watch a show, uh, I can't get through the whole thing before I just want to go to bed myself. Um, Yeah. Cause I have to get up early the next day again. So I like that I can watch this in front of Wesley because it's not too offensive. And because I do that now, my wife is actually kind of getting sucked into it a little bit. <laughs> nice. So. It's a, it's a, um, I was about to say it's a sucky show, meaning, you know, you could get sucked right, into it right. easily, but that comes across wrong. Yeah. I will say this. The uh, third story was there was a new designer drug out there that was basically making people zombies that wanted to eat people. Yeah. They definitely I mean, went with um, a Halloween theme there. So, yeah, the whole thing was very Halloween-themed, yeah. So, <sighs> But it's a very enjoyable show. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, shows you watched? Um, yes, actually. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Invasion. It's a new series on Apple TV+. Plus, okay. And... The premise is that it takes place in real time. You're seeing different people around the world um, as an alien invasion starts. Yeah. Um, two episodes in, it's pretty slow, but it's got me hooked. Like, I want to see more. There's only six episodes in the first season, and they've only aired five of them. I think the sixth one comes out this Friday or something like that. Okay. Um, so they're an hour long each. And I, I'm not talking 42 minutes. I'm talking a hard hour. Um, Sam Neill's in there as the uh, retiring sheriff of a podunk town in Oklahoma. He's he's one of the he's probably the only actor that you would recognize. Everybody else, you're like, I've never seen this person in my life. Uh, yeah. But like, there's somebody in Japan that we're dealing with. Um, there's that in Oklahoma. There's somebody in the Middle East. Um, so it's got kind of a early first season heroes vibe, you know, where like you had all those people around the world, except for those people had superpowers. These people don't, but there's definitely something going on. And, uh, 
it's got me intrigued. You know, Julie and I were both watching it and it was like, I can't give it a hard sell, but I can say that it is intriguing enough that I'm like, yeah, I want to check out more. You know, the uh, Starship Troopers, do you want to know more? <laughs> There's a throwback. So, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it enough that way that I can say, check it out, but I'm not going to give it a hard sell. I'm not going to be like, you need to watch this. Yep. Um, the only other TV show that I watched was the second episode of Doctor Who, which yeah, I, I, me. I haven't watched any Doctor Who. Um, okay. I did look at BBC America the other day and I saw the first episode was up uh, and then BBC America wouldn't play it. I didn't look at the website. I was just looking no. at the app and then mm-hmm. it just wouldn't play it. And then it was giving me a bunch of trouble. And then I said, fuck this. And I, at this point now, I think I might wait for more weeks Technically three more weeks, right? Because the, f- oh, the second episode aired. Yeah, there's six episodes. Yep. So I'll wait, wait till they're all up, and then I'll get a month of AMC Plus, and I'll watch it without any commercials. There you go. I think that's my what I. I think that's what I might do. Um, I uh, the reason that it pissed me off was because I watched it on the BBC website in my browser. And, you know, I have to use the login credentials from uh, my sister's account, essentially, kind of like you do with your mom. Sure. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, So I got it all logged in. And, of course, when you do that through the website, you still got to sit through the commercials. But what would happen is sometimes it would freeze up or, like, I'd go to pause it and it would just pause and stay stay paused. So then you got to like try to, you got to hope that you get the track bar so that you can see where it is because then you've got to refresh the page and it immediately starts with a commercial. Then it starts the whole episode over again. It's not like the CW app where it remembers where you were. And then you have to click on the approximate area in the episode where you left off and hope that that's the area. And as soon as you do, you get like 10 seconds and then they go right to commercial and they do like five commercials in a row. So I saw the same fucking commercial like three times in a row. That's why we stopped watching, um, uh, Oak Island on the history channel app, because we do the same thing. You'd have like seven commercials and five of them were all the same 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So instead I, we just spent 25, it's $20 to get it the uh, season on Amazon and we can just watch each episode like the day after it airs. It's on Amazon for us to watch. Nice. And that's actually almost what I did with Dr. Who, but it was like 15 bucks. And I was like, screw that. I'll just wait. And it's $5 for a month of AMC plus, And I'll just get a month of AMC plus and I'll watch it. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I must've had to restart it like four or five times. And by the fourth oh, one, yeah. I'm like, why the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah. That would piss me off as well. It, it was a good episode. Yeah. And I'm very intrigued about what's going on this season, but it was still frustrating as hell. I watched a new show. Okay. I watched all eight episodes of this new show. Bam. Uh, it's called I um, it's called uh, well I watched a couple episodes back before we recorded last week and got to talk about it. It's called Slasher. It's a anthology series that started on chiller in 2016 with season one and then it went to netflix for seasons two and three and so you can find seasons one two and three on netflix right now mm-hmm. and now season four is on shutter but okay. if you go to shutter they list it as season one so this is the first time i've seen a show like this that has 
found its way around three different networks. Uh, this episode, this season is called Flesh and Blood, and it it uh, it follows a as it says here a wealthy but dysfunctional family gathering for a reunion on a secluded island. The old wounds and the competitive rivalries rivalries flare up when the family realizes a mass killer is on the island, intent on cruelly picking them off one by one. So it's a very fucked up family. Who the patriarch is David Cronenberg. Mm. Legit nice. him playing Spencer Galloway. And it's nice. the Galloway family, this rich, prosperous family that thinks they're better than everybody. And the kids are all shitheads and grandchildren are all majority of shitheads. And of course, there's, you know, secret family members and blah, 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 blah. And um, he makes them all compete in games. Very violent games. To see who's gonna secure, who's gonna win his, uh, be the sole heir of his fortune. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Obviously, if you watched all the episodes. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's not a guarantee, but. True. But no, I enjoyed it. The episodes were 40 to 50 minutes. And um, I, I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I've enjoyed all four seasons of this show across all three networks, if you will. <laughs> You've been a fan since the beginning. Yeah, basically. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it pretty thoroughly. And um, that's about it uh, okay. on that. And then I watched Tales, not Tales from the Dark Side, um, Creep Show, season two, episode one. And each episode has two, like, 20 minute short stories on it or 25 minute shorts to make up the full episode. Mm -hmm. The second half of that episode features Ted Ramey, Ted Ramey playing Ted Ramey, except it's like the late seventies on the show. He is at a PBS esque studio and he's on their like antiques roadshow thing where you bring in something and they, they, uh, um, what's it called? Um, give you a value for it, appraise it what it's worth and everything like that. So Ted Ramey brings his family heirloom, uh, a Sumerian book of the dead to be appraised. And well, it's fucking amazing. It's absolutely tremendously amazing. I oh my give it God. A, that is so, so fucking awesome. I give it a significant hard sell and tell everybody <laughs> to go out of their way to watch this. Not the first half of the episode. Fuck that. The second half. It is amazing. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that is that is just clutch right there. Oh, I, I loved love it, it so much. My buddy Brandon had told me about this months ago. He's like, you need to watch this at some point. And I was like, ah, next time I get Shutter, I'll check it out. And um, he was not wrong. <laughs> He was not wrong at all. There is a painting in this episode. I would love to have this painting for my wall. I would absolutely love to have the painting in this episode on my wall. Holy cow. I don't want what to explain it? anymore. I don't want to explain anymore. Than that. I don't want to give, okay. I don't want to ruin it. Um, all right. So give us the title again. Oh, it's, it's creep show. It's on yep. shutter. Yeah. It's uh season two, episode one. Okay. Creep Show season two. Oh, that's Creep Show two, Mike. I was going to say there's a third season out there, apparently. Yeah, 
yes, there's a third season that's out right now. Um, actually, the last episode I believe just aired. Um, let's see here. It's called. You can only see it on Shutter, right? I believe so. Yes. Oh, let's see here. What season is this? Oh, specials. Here we go. Season two. It's called Public Television of the Dead. Greg Nicotero directed it. Yep. It's uh, Public Television is an homage to both PBS and The Evil Dead. Nice. Yep. And I absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. Excellent. That's cool. So. I am. Um, oh, so good. So <laughs> good. So good. Are you it, saying it was so good? So fucking good. Yeah. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. You got any uh, movies you watched? I watched four movies this week. Holy shit. I um, know, and they were all new ones to me as well. Well, I watched two. They were both technically new to me, but one of them was 30 years old. Damn. Well, I had never seen Reality Bites. Oh, wow. Yeah. What'd you think of that? It's a terrible movie. I mean, yeah. Okay, I guess when it came out, it became it's become sort of a, a cult classic type movie, if you will. But it's just it's it's not, it's Winona Ryder, and Matt Dillon, and they are the main characters of the movie. It's about some kids that kids people who just graduated college, so they're in the early twenties. They're living in I think it's Chicago in the early nineties, and you know it's about them living their lives there and. You know, there's this romance and yada, yada, yada. But the main characters are so unlikable that you don't root for either one of them. Mm-hmm. And they're the main characters. And they've just made them so. And Ben Stiller directed this, and he has a role in it as well. And, yeah, but it's the, the, the main characters are so terribly unlikable. Like, you don't root for either one of them. You, and, and it, yeah, it's just... I made mention to my, my buddy Brandon, like I'd never seen it before. And he's like, Oh, I used to love that movie. I watched it so many times back in the day, but, and I was, and then later on I wrote like, yeah, this movie's terrible. Like the main characters aren't likable at all. And he's like, yeah, it's one of those things that's probably best to be left on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's got that early nineties vibe that I really dig. That's what, that, those are his, his words, not mine. Um, mm. But someone had like commented about it the other day on Twitter, I think, and I was like, you know, I haven't actually seen that movie, so I decided to check it out. And um, Kate watched it with me, and we both came to the end and said, well, I don't have to watch that ever again. Yep, that that one is now under your belt. So, what did you watch? Um, the first one that I watched, uh, Julia said that she had seen something on it. And she wanted to check it out. It's a movie called Till Death, and it's on. The Netflix, I believe. Oh, is that that's, the Megan Fox one? That's the Megan Fox one. So I got it in my 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 uh, I got it in my my queue, if you will, and I've kind of uh-huh. almost started a few times. What'd you think? Ooh, well then, my friend, I will say don't. Perfect. Um, in fact, I'm going to ruin it for you so that you don't watch it because I it's not that you. it's a it's not that it's a horrible movie, but we found ourselves laughing at it and picking it apart in a number of places. Um, there were a few things that it did okay. The the premise of it is this: like she is a very unhappy woman. Um, oh wait, that's her in real life. Uh, ah, 
but no, she's an unhappy woman. You can tell she doesn't like her husband. She's cheating with this other guy that works at the same firm with him. Um, the, the writing is bad because they do all these, like they're not jump scares, but they're those like, so the three of them are in an elevator together. And, uh, her husband's like, I'm sure, you know, this man, I'm sure you've met him. And the guy's like, Nope, I don't think so. And Megan Fox is like, yes, we met at the Christmas party, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. So they've established, you know, that we know each other. And the husband goes, you both know that it wasn't the Christmas party. And then you're supposed to be like, oh, does he know that they're cheating? And he goes, it's the holiday party. We don't want to get HR involved. You know, bullshit like that, where it's like, oh, does he know? Oh, never mind. Oh, does he know? So I hate that kind of writing. It's lazy and it's hacked. Um, but essentially, he, he takes her up to their lake cabin for their anniversary. And you could tell she doesn't want to go. Like, she bought him... Uh, Super Bowl tickets and he's like my team's not playing I don't fucking care and he got her this necklace that you know was custom made out of steel and it's a choker and uh, he takes her up it's the middle of winter but he had some people prep the lake house for them and he essentially drugs her and when she wakes up in the morning she's in bed with him handcuffed to him with a long chain and he looks at her and he basically says deal with it and blows his brains out so huh. she spends the most of the movie dragging his body around trying to, you know, he's, he's prepped this whole thing. Like there's an old truck in the garage, but it's out of gas and all the knives, all the utensils, everything has been taken out of the drawers. So there's nothing that she can find to help her get the chains off. Um, there's no tools in the basement. He dropped her phone in a vase of water, but the night before he texted her, lover and so he shows up it's just it was very unbelievable um she apparently they met because she was attacked by a guy and he he tried to assault her and rob her and she stabbed him in the eye with her keys and uh so her now husband was the district attorney at the time who helped her put him away. And so now he basically says to the guy, Hey, you're out on parole. This is where my cheating wife will be for the weekend. Go kill her. So then we have to deal with that. It just, it was very unbelievable and very annoying. And we got all the way through it, but mostly just to be like, you said, you know, yep, I've seen that one. All right. Three to go. Um, one of them just came out the other day, could have waited on it, but it's called love hard and it's, uh, oh, Nina I'm waiting Dobrev till and... after. Yeah. I'm going to wait till after the Thanksgiving holiday. Cause that's when you can watch Christmas movies. Yes. We, we pulled the trigger a little early, but it was delightful. It was very enjoyable. I love Jimmy O Yang. He's a great comedian. Anyway, mm-hmm. Nina Dobrev's cool. Um, I, I definitely give this one a thumbs up. Yeah, it's a combination and, and, of Love Actually and Die Hard for the title because of the way exactly. the characters, yeah. Yeah, because she thinks that Love Actually is the worst Christmas movie ever and Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever. So I disagree with her. Um, a lot of people in the movie do as well. I, I love Love Actually and I love Die Hard. So, I mean, I like them both. I wouldn't say that either one of them would qualify as the best Christmas movie ever, though. No, I would not at, at all qualify, quantify either one as the best ever. Uh, third movie flipped over to Paramount and realized that there's a lot of shit on Paramount. That's actually good looking. 
Like Mm -hmm. there's a new series that we're going to be starting this week. That's apparently four seasons in already that I cannot wait to watch because the trailer had me laughing my ass off. Um, It's called no activity. It's done by Will Ferrell and um, Adam McKay Mm -hmm. from funny or die. And it's police dispatch stuff. It's uh, it it just, it looks fucking hilarious. It's got Will Ferrell. It's got um, Jesse Plemons uh, Amy Sedaris, it's got a bunch of people that you know, and then like it's going through the whole thing, you know, starring this person, this person, you know, um, Nick Miller's on there, and then all of a sudden at the very end, it's like, and J.K. Simmons, and he just like slides into the back of the cop car for the two guys that are on uh, stakeout, and he's like, You don't see me, I'm not even here, and they're like, Okay, and he's like, Don't talk to me, I'm not here. Do you understand me? Do you hear me? Of course, you don't hear me because I'm not here, and it's just it's fucking J.K. Simmons, so I was laughing my ass off anyway, but <laughs> yeah, I want to check that out. Um, All right, yes, let me know how it is. Uh, but over there on the Paramount Plus network, we watched Queen Pins. How's that? It was delightful. It was actually really good. Um, it, it reminded me of like a Wedding Crashers or a um, yeah, that kind of movie where they have like snappy dialogue. Um, Kristen Bell and blanking on the other actors, but basically they make money by getting fraudulent coupons sent to them. And then they sell them to people for half price. So, you know, this is for a free box of Wheaties, which would normally be four bucks. So we'll sell it to you for two and they make some fucking bank. It's, it's inspired by real events. Um, Joel McHale plays her shitty IRS auditor husband. Um, yeah, Kristen bells and Vince Vaughn is in there and it was just, Great. It was funny. It was heartfelt. It was very enjoyable. I, I give that one a sell. Uh, you watched one more movie? I did. Was it The Harder They Fall? No. I okay. I want to watch that, though. That's going to be on my list for probably this upcoming weekend. All right. Well, I watched that movie last night, and uh, I'll talk about it. Should I keep it, it on my list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that movie. It's a little slower than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but I I, I enjoyed it, and um, we'll talk about it next week when you if you watched it. Cool. Um, the other one that I watched was A Quiet Place Part Two, also on Paramount. On Paramount, how was that? Um, it was good. It uh, it threw me in the beginning. Because, I mean, spoiler alert, the very opening scene is a flashback to day one. Like, it immediately says day one of when the aliens appeared or whatever they are. Um, So I was like, my initial thing was, how are their traffic lights still going? What the fuck? How do they still have electricity? Oh, never mind. Okay. There's a car driving. Yeah. Okay. Day one. Um, But then from there, it picks up right where the last movie ended, like spot on where the last movie ended. And uh, if you like the first one, you'll like this one. It's more of the same. It's more high tension moments. Mm-hmm. People whispering. Definitely turn on your subtitles because holy shit, it's hard to understand otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you like the first movie, this one's a winner as well. I found the first movie to be just okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I felt similarly. So um, I enjoyed it. I, I won't go out of my way to watch it again but i mean it ended like you could tell that they're prepping for a third one because it ended not on a cliffhanger but it literally just ended on a like cut to black and you're like oh that was the end okay 
So this is where the next one will pick up. Basically, yep. But that's it for movies. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I don't have any more movies either. Not a lot for trailers and news this week either, huh? I'm looking at it. There's basically two trailers. Yep. There was Station Eleven, which looks really interesting. I mean, the the premise is it's a post-apocalyptic saga spanning multiple timelines. Limited drama series tell the stories of survivors of a devastating flu as they attempt to rebuild and reimagine the world uh, anew while holding on to the best of what's been lost. Seems a bit on the nose, given what we're going through now, but um, it it almost seems like vignette pieces, you know, across different episodes. But um, I don't know. It looked interesting. Um, yeah, it looked it looked okay. I I didn't uh, I wasn't knocked off my socks or anything. No, and I wasn't sure if I. It just, yeah, like you said, it seems a little bit too on the nose for where we are right now, for what's going on right now. Yeah, and it's an HBO Max series, so that gives it more cred in my book. But at the same yep. time, it it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the best. Right. And then the only other trailer that you shared with me was 8-Bit Christmas, which, holy cow, it's <laughs> like the modern day A Christmas Story. Uh-huh. Um, and I will watch this. Neil Patrick Harris as the adult version of the kid. Fuck yep. yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, it looked great. He's trying to get an NES back in the day. Uh, yeah, it. everything about this looked great. Uh, I saw that there was a teaser for Stranger Things Part 4. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and went, nah. I'm not going to share that one because it's basically a clip from the show. It's not yeah, a I'd, teaser. I didn't bother to watch him either. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm all set. So that exists. And then, I mean, there wasn't even really any good news this week. Yeah, no, there really wasn't. It, it's been kind of a low week, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we could sit here and, and repeat a few things like, you know, oh, the um, the Rogue One movie has been delayed. Okay. Or what, what got delayed? The Rogue One movie that Patty Jenkins is doing. I thought that was a TV series. No, I think it's a movie. I didn't know it got delayed. Yeah, it just got delayed this week. Well, that's too bad. Why? Um, let's see. Let me look it oh, up. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Rogue Squadron. All right, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking Rogue One for the movie. Yeah. I'm assuming that it's just delayed because everything else was delayed. I mean, Christ, uh, Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker, the next expansion, was just delayed by two weeks just because. Sources say the producers and filmmaking team came to the realization that the schedule and other commitments wouldn't allow for the window needed to make the movie in 2022. Yep. So, just scheduling. 
All right, then, as long as it's still happening. Yeah. Or, you know, the news that dropped that um, Spider-Man No Way Home officially dropped a uh, poster. And you could see the Green Goblin in the background of it flying around. And yeah. and you can't tell if those smoke uh, swirls are Sandman or if they're just smoke. And you could see Doc Ock's tentacles. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't see much this week either for news, uh, really nothing worth sharing or otherwise, um, didn't even see a lot of trailers this week. Whereas the week before we seemed to have a lot of trailers. Yeah. Um, we are coming up on the holiday season. So, you know, I I don't think we're going to, if a movie was coming out, it's already been well publicized and TV shows are going to start going on their hiatuses soon. And <laughs> the few that we're still watching, there really is not a lot at all. Like this is the, I think this is my smallest TV fall TV season ever. Yeah. You know, it feels like every year that we do this and we've been doing this for a number of years, but every year we're like, yeah. Oh, we're not going to have much to talk about, but I feel like we finally hit that point. Like if it wasn't for me scraping up, like watching that part of La Brea or picking up invasion, like yep. there's not, much to watch. No, there really isn't much to watch at all. Or again, right now I'm, I don't know. Like you ever go to the doctor's office and you go in for your yearly physical and you've answered the questions. Like, um, one of the questions is, do you find yourself, uh, having lost interest in things you normally had pa- or normally cared about, mm-hmm. or are you feeling like, and I almost feel like the answer to that question would be yes right now. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy movies and TV by all means, but I'm struggling to find something I want to watch, like something new I want to watch. Like, and I've yeah. been so, deterred or annoyed with new TV shows that it's almost just like, ah, I don't want to watch this. I don't even want to take a chance on it. Like I've been so off put by, by all the new shows and everything. It's almost like, I don't even want to take a chance Mm -hmm. on this show. No, I understand that. Yeah. Whereas like, like the Chucky series, it's an established character. All right, I'll watch it to see where they're going with Chucky on this. I've watched all the other movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like Slasher, season four. All right, I watched the other three seasons and like it. Yeah, let's check this one out. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason why I started watching American Horror Story this year. And after like the second episode, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> um, Legends of Tomorrow has finally gone the same way as all the other CWDC shows. Yeah. I just don't care about watching any of them. Um, yep. I feel like that's very telling as well. You yeah. know, the fact that we we finally are closing the door essentially on the CW stuff. Yeah. And. And at the same time, I've also lost interest, if you will, sort of even sitting there and looking at my phone to learn about new shows that are coming out. Yep. Um, I can concur with that. I, I feel what you're feeling. I hear what you're saying. And I, I've felt similarly, you know, uh, there was a time when I couldn't wait to find out the newest news about the newest movie coming out and how excited I was and getting ready to go to the theater. And now 
Like I just saw something the other day that said, Oh, don't forget Shang Chi's coming out next week. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's the other thing. The Eternals. All right. I almost brought the, I I was excited about the Eternals. I'm like, I don't want to go see it this weekend. Shang Chi comes out next week. I do want to watch that. I plan on watching that. And then I'll go see the Eternals. I've heard so much shit about the Eternals, how terrible it is. Yeah, I have as well. And we expressed our concern because that director that did No Man Land, Nomad Land, which was a terrible flick, somehow got the nod to write and direct the Eternals. And it is just not good. Like plain and simple. Like everything I've heard, it's it is it's it's not good at all. I've got an interesting theory on that. I mean, it may not be an interesting theory, but basically like you and I watch Nomadland separately without basically talking to each other about it. And we both came to the conclusion that we hated it, that it sucked. Like we didn't have the exact same complaints, but they were mostly similar. You know, a lot of things that were similar or the same. Um, We didn't like it, but everybody else in the world seemed to just love it. You know, they were all over it. They were like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie ever and up for Oscars and blah, 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 blah. Oh, everybody loved Chloe Zhao. Oh, my God. She's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. But you and I are Marvel fans. You know, we yeah. are the target audience for a Marvel movie. So right. if we represent part of that, then you've got to figure there's a pretty good chance that the rest of the people who were going to see the Eternals probably either didn't watch Nomadland or yep. didn't like it as well. I'm sure that there's a cross cut of people who absolutely loved it or thought that it was good or, you know, what have you. But I feel like they got the wrong, like the, the stuff that she has done so far was not meant for people like us. Yep. And I think that could be part of the problem that she ran into. Yeah, I don't. I. I mean, I. Yeah, I can. I concur. I mean, it's got forty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got fifty two oh, out it's of gone down. Yeah, fifty two out of a hundred on Metacritic. Um, it is the lowest rated MCU film on both websites, and it's also the first MCU film to be rated classified as rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Even Thor: Dark World didn't get that distinction. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, some people have liked it, but for the most part, they have not. Nope. Um, and again, the critics, I just can't listen to what actual critics say. They watch different like, critics watch movies differently than your casual fan. Your casual fan watches a movie for one thing and critics watch it for the production and the lighting and, you know, the, the more aspects than just the story. Yep. And it's almost like this, is how I watch professional wrestling. I don't watch professional wrestling for the glitz and the glamor. And for, I'm not the casual fan that watches the WWE and nothing else. And thinks that nothing outside the WWE is any good. Uh, that's horseshit. I watch wrestling a completely different way. Very much. So like the credits watch movies a very different way. So I have a hard time listening to the critics when it comes to, um, movies and i have a very hard time listening to a casual fan when it comes to professional wrestling um that's a good that's a good way to look at it yeah um that being said uh the the eternals is just been horrifically panned not just by critics but by everybody i know that went and saw it yeah 
everyone that I would normally tr- like, I haven't asked. I don't know if Aaron Bell went and saw it or not. I think I want to ask him because he loved Justice League and Snyder Cut and and and, and Batman vs Superman and shit like that. Um, but I'd like to I'd like to know if he saw this and what he thought of it. To be honest, yeah, yeah. And it's actually to the point where I almost just want to watch the end credit scene and just get it over with. Like, just read what it says. Yeah, I saw a um, uh, headline today that basically the headline was a spoiler. And then the first sentence after it, because I have a news aggregator, the first sentence after said, if you want to stay away from spoilers, don't read the rest of this article. I'm like, you just fucking spoiled it in the headlines. But yeah, it made me feel the same way. Like, just watch the PS scene to see what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Basically. And then I can, I can wait for this to come out on Disney plus in a few months and I can sit home yep. and watch it instead of paying money to go see it. Exactly. So exactly. Yep. 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 Well, I think that's about it for this week. I think so. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm superstar Mel. I am the quantum geek G three, three K. That's our show, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.